Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Welcome back to the Raising Unstoppable Girl Athletes podcast. My name is Coach Bree. I'm an elite competitor coach for girl athletes, and I am so glad that you're here. Whether you are getting going on your sports mom journey or you have a lot of seasons under your belt, this podcast is for you to help you know how to bring the best out in your athlete, get her to play to her potential, and for you to enjoy this sports journey. Now, this episode is a little bit different. It's a special one. I am speaking all about how I started my dream career of becoming a mental performance coach and how to know if you should do it too. And the reason why I'm recording this episode and the reason why I'm doing a little bit of a different take on this is because I, over the years, have been asked a lot of questions about how I got this business started, where I got my mental performance certification from, what I would recommend moms do if they, or coaches do if they're interested in it. Um, And I've been getting those questions more often, I suppose, over the past several months. And so I wanted to record an episode kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit. So this episode is for you. If you are just at all curious or at all interested in becoming a mental performance coach, or maybe you're just interested in seeing a little bit about my journey, you see our business, and you're like, I wonder how she got started with that. It's also for any coaches out there who are interested in helping your team, helping your athletes with this side of the game. Now, before I get into the episode, I first want to let you know that I'm actually hosting a free training next week if you're listening to this as it's being released. So on Tuesday, June 20th, I'm actually going to be doing a training with my coach, Lindsay Wilson of Positive Performance Training. And it's called From 9 to 5 to Dream Career, The Five Steps I Took to Become a Certified Mental Performance Coach. And so I'm going to be scratching the surface in this episode of how this all came about for me and kind of pulling back the curtain on my journey. But if you want to go a little more in depth with this, she's actually going to be teaching you the exact steps that I took to become a mental performance coach. And you'll also get to hear a little more about my story, how I went from a high school teacher and coach to a business owner with thousands of athletes coming through our program every year. So register for that. The link will be in the show notes and it'll be in your email and on social as well so that you can make sure that if you are even just a little bit interested on you know what certification entails, what it looks like, how much it costs, like all of those things will be going over in that training. Okay, let's get into it. How I started this whole career, this whole business of becoming a mental performance coach. First of all, it started 
about five years ago at this point, back in 2017, 2018-ish. And here's the thing. I had always been interested, like many of you likely, in sports psychology, in the mental side of the game. It played a big part in my role as an athlete in my athletic journey. Those of you that know my story know that I struggled with perfectionism. I struggled with being a high achiever and a lot of pressure that was put on me. And until I really, you know, tapped into the mental side of the game, I mean, that's really where everything changed for me. And so I was a coach or I still am a coach, but also a teacher. And you know, I saw this huge need in my athletes that I was coaching. And I know you see this too, likely in your daughter or in your daughter's teammates, in teams that you're a part of if you're a coach. And I, especially when I first became a coach, was sort of baffled because I could teach my athletes all of the physical skills in the world, all of the you know technical training that I could provide for them. I could do that all and they could be really great in practice. And then when they would get in a game, they would struggle, right? They would miss their serve on game point. They would make a mistake and then spiral because they were putting pressure on themselves. So they thought I was going to pull them out, like all of these things that were totally tied to their mental game. And so my team that I was coaching, you know, they just kind of year after year, we actually, you know, two years in a row missed qualifying for state because we fell apart in that game that would qualify us for state. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've prepared you in all of the ways that I knew, but I was lacking in a big way. I did not know how to mentally prepare them for those moments. And so that's kind of what first sparked this in me. Like I had a passion. I always found it fascinating. I studied sports psychology as part of my undergrad in kinesiology and was like, I know that there's something here, but I don't know. I don't know how to teach it, right? Like I could YouTube things, I can read books, but like, how do I put all of this information into a way that makes sense for athletes to digest? So that's kind of where it started. And as I started kind of looking into things, I stumbled upon Lindsay and the certification program that I'll talk about in a little bit. And as I did that though, I also was sort of taking a look at my own career and where I was in my life. So at that time I had a newborn baby and you know, whenever those like big changes happen in your life, like you have another kid or your kid goes off to high school or college, you know, it's kind of those like big changes for me, at least always provided an opportunity for me to like, look at my life and decide where are my priorities? What do I want? And at that time, I mean, still now I wanted more time with my daughter and I was looking at my job as a teacher and was getting a little burnt out. You know, it, it's just kind of the nature, I think, of the industry. But, you know, I was looking at even just from my day perspective, I would go to work at 7 a.m. and then I would coach and I wouldn't get home until like sometimes 10 o'clock at night. And, you know, that left not a lot of time for what I wanted to prioritize in my life. And I also wanted, you know, a little more purpose to my career. While teaching is very meaningful and uh, in many ways, in many ways, it also kind of left me feeling unfulfilled. And sometimes I think that's hard to talk about, you know, in your career that you've invested a lot of time and, and money and energy into to admit that maybe I wasn't as fulfilled as I could be. Like that was hard for me. I don't know if that's hard for you, but it was hard for me. And what I knew I wanted, what I was really passionate about was developing this side of the game. It always was, you know, what kind of intrigued me in coaching and, and, and team building and all of that. And so I was like, okay, could there be something that would provide a little more purpose and also provide me and my family with a little more freedom and flexibility? And I didn't really know like 
how to go about all of that, but there was just this spark inside of me, you know, just that I'm sure you've felt that before. Like this kind of like a pull, you know, like, Oh, there's something here. And then once I saw that there was a certification program and there were other people who had experienced, you know, a, a change in their career, shift in their career, or they were doing, they were working with athletes and working with teams. I was like, Oh, okay. So other people are doing this. I wonder if I could. <laughs> and the last thing I'll mention about this is that I just am always looking to develop as a person. I am into personal development. I know a lot of the moms that listen to our podcast are too. And I mean, it's a blessing and a curse to always have this feeling of like, how can I be a better coach? How can I be a better parent? How can I be a better person? And I saw this as an avenue to check a lot of those boxes that I could improve as a person, improve my emotional regulation and my mental skills just as, as a parent, as, as a spouse, as just a person in general who always desires to learn more. And then also as a way that I could be a better coach for my athletes. And then potentially I hadn't quite figured out this piece yet, but potentially make money and to have more time freedom and more money freedom. So how did I, how did I do this? Okay. Now there's more to this than I can cover in this podcast episode. And that's why we have that training next Tuesday, the 20th that I want you to come to. We're going to go a lot more in depth with specifically the five steps that Lindsay lays out to becoming a mental performance coach and how that played out in my journey. So I'll, you know, really dig into that and then you'll have an opportunity to ask me specific questions. So make sure you register for that happening next Tuesday, June 20th. Now, first of all, like the first step in all of this was recognizing that I had a passion and I wanted to set a goal for myself. And another part of this that I, I maybe should have mentioned earlier was that you know, sometimes it's hard when we as moms have some of these passions, some, you know, a pull hard because this means that we're prioritizing something that we want and something that matters to us. And I, oh, I kind of struggled with that a little bit because it was an investment for our family for me to go into certification and to follow this without really any guarantee of return other than I would be a better coach, a better person, all of that. And made me, one of the reasons that kind of made me jump into this was thinking about my own daughter and thinking about, you know, if I want to raise a daughter who goes after her goals and follows her passions and listens to that whisper inside of her and, you know, listens to her gut. I mean, I tell her that now she's five now. And, you know, I always tell her like, listen to your, your gut always knows. And, you know, all of these things that I want her to embody you know, in order for her to do that, I need to do that myself too. And I didn't want to wait years and years and years and just kind of put it off, put it off, put it off, yet tell her to go after her goals and chase her goals. And so I really wanted to set that example for her as well. And one of the ways that I could do that was, you know, just following that and taking the next step. So I needed to figure out the steps that I had to take to work towards that goal of becoming a mental performance coach of what it might take to make money doing this, to potentially even like go down to part-time in my teaching career or, or even, you know, switch careers altogether. And I love figuring things out. I am a researcher. I will go down any rabbit hole, but I also really like to have a proven plan to follow. So there's less trial and error, less wasted time, less wasted money. And so I jumped into a program that I knew was vetted because I also, you know, when I say I'm a researcher, I researched the heck out of this program too. I talked to other people who had been through it. Like I went through great lengths to make sure that my investment was going to be a smart one. 
So I jumped into a program that I knew would give me the steps forward. And I didn't jump in right away. Like I, I went to a lot of info sessions. Like I said, I, I talked to people who had been through it. You know, I even talked to Lindsay herself, like, you know, all these things. So long story short, I found a program that checked all those boxes for me. It was comprehensive, but didn't require me to go back to school to get a PhD. I already had, you know, two master's degrees. I didn't need to drop another $50,000 on a degree. Like this program was science backed. It taught me, like I said, all of the how associated with how to teach these skills so that I didn't have to like keep piecing things together to provide something for my athletes. So Long story short, like I said, I'm kind of scratching the surface here. Joined the certification program. I got started working with my own team, my own athletes. So I started implementing mental training with my high school volleyball team. And immediately, I mean, I'm not even joking when I say immediately, like some things are too good to be true, but really they started changing the way that they just approached the game, right? There was way less, you know, spiraling after mistakes because I had taught them actual skills to be able to use in those situations. We've started implementing visualization. And of course I had all the things I had imposter syndrome. When I started all this, I had all the, like, I don't even know if I can do this. I have no business background. Like how could I even create a business out of this? Like all the things, right? Yeah. I still took that first bold, brave action to do it. I started working with my team. Part of the program is becoming a visualization specialist. And so I learned how to deliver visualizations for my team. And when I did our postseason surveys at the end of that, one of their favorite parts of the season were the visualizations. And they just said how much, how much it helped them with some of this pre-game nerves, pre-game anxiety, all of these things that they struggle with, but really don't know how to handle. After three years of doing that with my team, we actually won our first state championship and then we won another one. And so obviously, you know, a lot goes into a state championship, but and talk to my girls, you know, it didn't hurt us, right? The mental training that we implemented only allowed our team to reach our potential, right? We we had the talent, but as you know, not all teams who have talent and have skill can reach the potential that they're capable of. But for us, that's what unlocked our potential there. So I started working with my team in the beginning. And then I also started working with athletes one-on-one and I just got so much joy from helping them overcome some of these limiting beliefs that they were having about themselves, give them tangible tools. Then I also started working with small groups and teams at a local club that was in the area. And so I just kind of started all of these small actions and I, my eyes were actually were open to how much opportunity was just around me within like 10 miles of where I live, right? There were multiple club teams, multiple high school teams, you know, thousands of athletes. And I was like, oh my gosh, once I started to see like, wow, there's so much opportunity here where I could work with so many teams, so many athletes, and it's such a needed thing. Then I was like, oh my gosh, you know, there is opportunity here to make money doing this. And so long story short, there's a lot more to, you know, what you see our business as now. Um, But I ended up leaving teaching in 2021 to run our company full time. And because I, I did, I got to that point where I had complete time freedom. I have money freedom now. I knew that if I could make just even $5,000 a month, I could leave my teaching career and shift to something that was really meaningful to me and something that I was super passionate about. And I was able to do that. And so our business now is, you know, a lot bigger than when I started. And 
So not to say that when you first get started as a mental performance coach that you can't, you know, grow and create a business, you know, as Christina and I have, but even if you want to just start working with your team or start working one-on-one with athletes that are in your area, start working with small groups, you know, be the mental performance coach for your club. Like those are really like, for me, that was so passion filled and so purposeful, so meaningful to me as well, you know, on our pursuit to build the business that we have now. So that is kind of scratching the surface behind the scenes. I covered, you know, why I first got it, got into this whole area of mental performance coaching. I didn't even really know that it was a thing until I started researching, until I started to kind of listen to this whisper that was talking to me around, you know, the mental side of the game and mental health and seeing the struggles that my athletes were having and wanting to solve for that, which then turned into more of a, wow, this is something that I enjoy. And I wonder if I could make money doing it. And I will go a lot more in depth around all of this at that training next week with Lindsay. So make sure you register for that. Again, that's from nine to five to dream career, the five steps that I took to become a certified mental performance coach. So Lindsay Wilson of Positive Performance Training will be on that webinar and she'll be teaching you those five steps. And then I will also give you a behind the scenes of how those five steps looked in my journey and then give you a chance to answer any questions that you have about you know where I got started and also any business questions that you might have as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Those of you that are even curious or even just just interested, like just sign up. I mean, that's how I started. You know, it was like, I'm just interested. I'm going to go to this free training. I'm going to go to this like free thing. I'm, I'm just going to learn and listen. And if it's not for me, whatever, it's not for me, that's fine. But I don't want an opportunity to pass me by. And I don't want to deal with that what if demon that kind of haunts us. But when we pass up opportunities that we might not even know you know, what, what could come up. So go ahead, register for that training. Even if you're just a little bit curious, you know, it'll be, it'll be really eye opening. All right, moms, I will see you in the next episode of the Raising Unstoppable Girl Athletes podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes. And I will see you there.